It's time for Between the Pipes with Andrew Raycroft. Hey, let's go. There's going to be a lot of traffic on the way to the game. Ah, uh, don't worry. I got Bruins plates. People get out of our way. Au revoir. Have a good game. Great plates. I want them too. Are you even old enough to drive? Presented by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning. The name to know when your drains don't flow on WEEI. Andrew Raycroft brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market. Perfecting the art of fresh. By John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow. And by Fine Mass Money, go to finemassmoney.com. See if you have money waiting for you. He's always money with us on the Harbor One Hotline. Our buddy Andrew Raycroft, Razor, good morning. Good morning, gang. How are we doing? Well, we're uh, we're okay. We got a lot to parse through, but I do want to ask the uh, wardrobe question. You know, last time I almost hit you with a uh, copyright infringement with the, uh, like, burgundy jacket. Uh, would you call last night, uh, was that bouncer, uh, strip club owner? You went black on black tie with the gray. You were, you were, it looked like you were working something there. You might have been uh, in the back of the club or something like that. What was that outfit last night on Nesson, if you don't mind? Yeah, that's a red velvet rope guy. So that, that could be a, any number of things. Um, strip club, Vegas guy, all of those things. Okay. Certainly out of my comfort zone, but, but, I'm I'm out, I'm on there a bit and and wanted to switch it up. So it that's looked what I good. Wanted. It's not a criticism. Yeah, it. No, but it, it it's definitely it's it's you, have, you have mo- you have you're a motif dresser, I think. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like whatever <laughs> it's like remember George Costanza? It's like, "Oh, I dress whatever mood I'm feeling." Is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was supposed to be for the funeral last night, the black on black, but uh Oh, the, was, funeral, uh, the funeral, the funeral, the funeral for the Florida, Florida Panthers. Oh, I'm assuming. Man. Yeah, yeah. All right. So listen, I, I know, like uh, you know, you goalie guys, you guys stick together. You know, you thick as thieves, oh, you guys. Here we go. So let's get right to like I guess the overtime play by Olmark. I mean, I guess like how bad was it? Um, how uh, uncharacteristic of him? And was that ultimately the reason you think that they lost the game? Well, that's why that last goal in it. Yes. So, so um, how bad was it? How bad was that? that no, play? it wasn't great. It wasn't great. There was there was three or four other options that he could have made, and in overtime, the the one option that's always in your head, right at the front of your brain, for all players on the ice, is make a hard play. And, and unfortunately, Linus made the soft play. And I I I think I understand. I think he thought that the four-checker from Florida was going to be right on Grizzlick's back. And you just want to get it past one layer of four-check. If, if you get the puck past one layer of four-check, you're not going to get scored on like that. It's not going to turn into a fiasco. You might have to play some defense still, but you're, you're going to be okay and live another day. In this case, Verhage peeled off right at the last second, and Linus wasn't able to get it past him as the layer, and, and that kills you. So, he could have went forehand hard. He could have went backhand hard. He could have left it for Grizzlick. And then he could have probably just ripped it up the middle as well. All four of those plays were better than one ended up happening. So, so yes, I, I, it's, it's not an easy game out there, and I'm not, but, but there was plays to be made, and, and unfortunately he didn't. And over time, you don't get to get it back. Uh, when you look at the overall breakdowns of yesterday, aside from Linus, what were they? I thought the Bruins played their, one of their best games. Certainly the second and third period, they were absolutely dominant. And it looked like they had Florida on the ropes the entire time. 
Bobrovsky was amazing. He was by far Florida's best player and turned in his best performance or any of their players' best performance all playoffs long. That was always a concern. That's why I said they should be going to him in game two. Uh, I think we can look back and say that was a good, fortunate thing for the Bruins not to see this guy until game five, four. Um, but, but he was great last night. And the Bruins, I, again, they were really good. To put 47 shots on net, and I think it was 35 or 40 in the, in the last two periods, was they played really well. So when a game like this, when, when it ends the way it did, overtime, terrible play by Allmark, I mean, people start like maybe like you know maybe looking for other reasons because the one that keeps coming up for me is the uh, the line changes. Oh, you know, he starts with one line and then he changes back, and guys are playing in different situations and different line mates. Was that a mistake by Montgomery? To you feel like he was maybe overthinking all his different line changes? He might have a little bit, but I also think we saw him get to, he played the perfection line all second period, and then he got back to the lines. I I will say I, there might have been a little un, uncertainty on how much Patrice could play, and you want to have different looks, and you want guys to feel a little bit comfortable with different line mates, knowing you can always go back to who played with each other all season long. So, I get the sense there was a little bit of that just watching the game because once you saw Patrice in rhythm, once you saw him be okay and laying body and getting aggressive, you saw Montgomery go right to back to the old line. So I think that was more product of, of the last couple of days. I don't think we'll see that start. I think they start with, with the DeBrusque, Bergeron, Marshawn together. I think you see all those guys together right from the start tomorrow night. And it really could have been just – Tipping the toe, putting the toe in the water to see where Patrice is. Andrew Raycroft with uh, Gresham Fourier. Why some of the slow starts here in the playoffs? I'm not sure. I expected the the way they played in the second period to be how they were in the first, and we were saying it in the mics. And oh, this is what we expected how to start. Um, I, I guess are they were they a little nervous? Were they a little tentative? I do think. And the way they played in Florida, it, the two games, like you just kind of wear Florida down. Like don't don't give the puck away like they did in Boston in the first, you know, last night. That giveaway kills them, and then they get down one nothing. I think they can afford to have slow starts in the in the in the respect of playing really solid defense, getting the pucks out of the zone. Don't give Florida any momentum, knowing that you are going to wear them down over the game. So. I would be okay with them being 0-0 at the end of the first period tomorrow night, knowing that they can get to their game and, and wear down Florida. It's, it's the giveaways, and I don't want them to open things up just for the sake of trying to get a better start. So I'm assuming that you let uh, Allmark redeem himself in uh, game six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, so there's no question about switching yeah. goals or anything like that. All right, so what did you um, – so I, you may be uncomfortable doing this, okay, but I'm going to ask you okay. to do it anyways, okay? Because you're a very nice gentleman. I've realized that after talking with you for so many months now. Usually, you do, on a win, it's three stars, right? I would like you, since the Bruins lost, give me the three turds. The three <laughs> turds of this game, okay? You got to name them out loud, okay? Just give me the, the, the three players that you think either played the worst or led to the loss. 
Okay, well, first off, I'm definitely not going to say three turds and then list three guys so that can be <laughs> cut into a small little snippet and get sent out into wherever it gets sent to and someone sees it, oh, you're calling me a turd. I'm like, that, that's not going to happen. Okay. So we can say the, 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 the three the, the three struggles okay, of the night. Okay, fine. Say that. And, 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 and I'm also going to preface this by saying it's on a sliding scale so the guys that you expect the most out of have the most to lose in this situation okay. so okay. Go. i will go pasternak allmark and i can't really i think uh let's say i, I don't even need to send out someone else's name bertuzzi, um, and, and, uh, bertuzzi okay yeah. All right. well you mentioned that turnover that. was terrible led to that first yeah, goal first yeah, okay there you go yeah okay. so the, and again that's only because he's been so dynamic for the first four games, and and he wasn't as dynamic in Game Five. So, um, so you mentioned, so, but you, you mentioned more pa- out of Pasternak, right? Okay, good. That's okay. So Pasternak, we were just having a discussion about Pasternak and how you need more from him. And if you don't, like, he should be criticized as like you know, you know, choking in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, and again, like, he doesn't have to be a choker. Yeah, they, they can still win in six, and he can score a goal, or even if they just win in six, and he has a great next round. So. There's different. There, there's so there's so many variables, but there is absolutely no question. I wanted to see David hit five one timers on the power play with three minutes left last night, and and we didn't see it. So that though like they, that that got washed away with with the Marshawn breakaway to kill the time. They had a power play with three thirty left. Too many men on the ice from Florida. You have to bury them there. You have to. And they scored two power play goals, but. I wanted to see that uh, as a thing of beauty and really put a cap on the series. So, so yeah, that, that has to be what David, that's what David does. And, and he has to do it in the big spot. And, and that's why 61 goal scorers get criticized more than a guy who scores three goals on the season. Cause you have to do it in the big moments. Uh, Razor, a texter sends in forward playing over Clifton. Your thoughts on that? I think that Derek Forbert is really good on the PK, and this PK has been so good all season. He's the first one over the boards. I, you can, you could say they have different skill sets too. It's hard to really compare. Like I don't want to compare them. It's, it's apples and oranges the way they play and and the and what's important for them and and their roles on the team. So I think what we've seen is that Derek Forbert is really valued by this coaching staff and by the team for what he does on the PK. And his ability when they get the lead and if they have the lead to be out there in six on five situations and be out there the last five minutes of the game. So um, it's, I I don't think it's, I think what we've seen and what we've seen in the playoffs, it's either it's Clifton and Grizzly coming in and out. It really doesn't have anything to do with Forber. So, so no real, like, you know, uh, personnel changes. Like you don't foresee any major personnel changes, like energy booster or something like that for game six. Nothing made. I'd put Frederick back in though. Okay. Instead, take put Frederick in, take Lauko out, um, and have Frederick go back onto the third line. Coil Hall, Frederick, and then Felino, Nosek, Hathaway. So the, I, I would go back to that. The Lauko uh, penalty. Um, I mean, is that just what is? I mean, it's a soft call, right? It is. There were soft calls on Florida too. Um, the, you could say that the call that that preceded the power play goal from Bergeron was was soft on Ekblad. Uh, a couple of the slides, like they just called kind of ticky tack stuff all night. 
I would say Lauco is not going to get the benefit of the doubt in that situation. If it's Taylor Hall, if it's uh, – I, I, I cringe saying Brad Marchand because he never gets the benefit, but he might have even in that situation. It's easy to call that on a rookie who's only played a few games. You just – you know, all right, it's him on Lauco – or him on Kachuk, and there you go, you're off to the box. So – I didn't love the call, but I, in the in the context of the game, it was it was like the others. Uh, good stuff, Razor. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm uh, I'm assuming that uh, you'll be on the uh, draft show tonight in the afternoon show because we didn't realize you were on this morning as well. I know we normally get you on Thursday, so I just figured you're well, booked. I, think- I figure you're booked across the board. I guess. No, you might want to talk to someone about that. That was the last minute this morning. I'm certainly uh, not going to talk about how the Patriots are going to trade down to like the 27th pick and just aggravate everybody. It's, <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, good stuff, brother. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you uh, next week if the Bruins close out, which we all think they will. Thank you, friend. Have a good weekend. Yep, you too, guys. Thanks.